So, welcome everyone. Hey. Hi guys. <laughs> welcome to our YouTube to channel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, yeah, no, it's, it feels like what what week? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't what know day, what day is it? I can't even tell anymore. But what I do know is today is Good Friday. Yeah. So we thank the Lord Jesus Amen. for walking all the way to to the cross. Walking, you know. Well, he I mean, wasn't he wasn't really walking. He, he was dragged, dragged to the sure. cross. Sure. Dragged, really dragged to the cross. Really Man really suffered, you know, yeah. for our for our tribesmen selves. Um yeah thank the lord for salvation honestly um awesome anyway um what do you what do you guys have today what do you have for me today (laughs) (laughs) uh there's been a lot of weirdness on twitter yeah oh really oh my goodness guys okay yeah no it's not mine it's my 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 bro my cousin tk keeps sending me the maddest things what's going on um okay fine i'll just pick one of them because there's so much there's genuinely so much uh <laughs> so i feel like the world right now is or the internet right now is just doing a madness because people yeah. are bored <laughs> people are stuck in their houses and they're just doing the weirdest stuff but anyways okay there was this one video that i saw mm-hmm. um and it was like i suppose the the corners of um redneck earth <laughs> Um, is how I describe it. Redneck earth. Yes, like the those corners. Okay. Just like I don't think hillbillies the term. Oh, I hear. You. But like I hear you. that sort of vibe. Yeah. And there was like Tiger King vibe. Yeah, oh. like Tiger King. Yeah. Although I haven't watched it, but I think it's similar. yeah. So, anyways, there's this girl um, arguing with what looks like her grandma. Okay. Proper arguing. Get okay. out of my room. The grandma's like, you don't own this house, bruh. Uh, uh, she hits what? her grandma. <laughs> you know what I say, yeah? I couldn't finish the video because I was like, I actually felt sick. Um, but like, all the people in the comments were basically just kind of like, you know, this, this is something they see regularly in those corners of the earth. Just mm. like a, a disrespect to kind of the elders. Mm. And I guess, I wanted to kind of get your guys' take on the respect for elders thing. Like, mm. where do you sit with that? Mm. Obviously, hitting your grandma. I, I, I can't mm. even... Mm-mm-mm. Listen, I can't... I'm trying to understand where mm. one would get to raise in our voices. Yeah, one. that's true. 100%. Because really and truly... Yeah. What am I raising my voice at my grandma for? But, like, the, the, the where she's landing slaps... And the grandma then went and punched her, bitchy dumb. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, she, baby girl, just kind of looking for She just so. was reminded that grandma isn't not here to she's play. Not sleeping. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. not here to play. Mm-hmm. You land a slap or land a punch. <laughs> but, like, I feel like a lot of people, even though I think we think in the African, you know, Afro Caribbean culture, it's, it's a line of respect. I find people actually lie on the spectrum yeah. with this. Mm. Um, so I guess yeah, I want to get your take on mm-hmm. where you sit with the. Do I does the elder have to respect me for me to respect them, mm. or is it a blanket form of respect if someone's older than you? Oh, you go. Do you want to go first? Uh, I feel like it's hard to it's hard to relate to 
how do I put this? There is a level of respect that is deeply ingrained in our cultures. Like as as a blanket, yeah. mm-hmm. there's like a there's a certain standard, right? There's a certain level. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah, there are certain things you just don't do. Like you know, I can't even take mm-hmm. I can't even take food with the wrong hand at the wrong time without getting cussed. You know what I mean? So I feel yeah. like the yeah. you know what I mean? Like even if we do sit on a spectrum, mm-hmm. it's nowhere near like raising yeah. my voice, raising my hand to elders. So let's even start there with, with the context. But then I guess if I had yeah. to then look at our world and then the spectrum within that from like, do I literally roll on the floor in front of my elders and like anything they say goes versus having a little bit more of like a, you know, kind of modern take on it. Uh, I think I sit mm-hmm. firmly in the middle. I think, you know, and I, we were talking about this the other day, actually. I think for me, you know, I have certain certain family members who I know certain traditions mean a lot to them like a huge amount to them right and I think I can respect that just because you know they grew up in a different time different world different things meant more meant less etc and there's a lot that we have been exposed to in terms of like I mean just different social issues and stuff that you know my great grandma or my great auntie this that and the other who's grown up in the village and like I visit however many times uh, in a few years would not have seen or heard yeah so for me to now do you know what yeah. I, mean? I, I feel like there are traditions that me myself even my nuclear family may have grown out of that they still yeah, 100% yeah, yeah. believe in and we will respect yeah. those when we're in that person's house you know but I yeah. give you an example yeah. of where I say I probably draw a line is for example like when it comes to my wedding me and my parents have already discussed mm. like there are some things that according to, to tradition we're just not going to do right I will have yeah. a traditional wedding yeah. but there's certain things certain rituals certain like things that people just expect we're not going to do and it's kind of like yeah you know, when it comes to I guess my turf and like my ground you have to respect that you have to respect where I'm going to draw a line and I'm going to respect yeah. where you're going to draw a line when I'm when you're literally welcoming me and you're like giving me hospitality you know what I mean um and yeah, that, so that yeah. for me goes for like you know the elders where it's not my like immediate family where it's just someone who's in the community you know um mm-hmm. so that's kind of where I sit I think it's kind of like a you know my place my rule kind of thing but I totally have to respect yeah, mm-hmm. where someone's tradition means a lot a lot to them um yeah yeah pretty much yeah yeah I think I think for me it's one of those things where okay so there was a time where I had a couple of disagreements with my parents, right? And it just that's just going with the whole like elderly type of thing. And mm-hmm. one of my aunts basically just kind of said to me, and I don't know, it's one of those things where I've just kind of like took it with me and I just and I said, Okay, cool, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things where she said, um, in the times when an elderly person where you feel like, oh, that's not necessarily how I would do things, mm-hmm. it's out of respect you're just gonna be like cool calm right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm not gonna try and disrespect you or talk to you somehow and be like oh you're dumb da, 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 da. this doesn't make sense mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like you just say i i hear you mm-hmm. and you know um and i can respect that mm-hmm. you know and and i might not agree but I I understand, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's how she was just kind of like, it's not everything that you fight. It's like you choose your battles. Yeah. yeah. And with when it, especially when it comes down with el- elders, if for example they're telling you like, if you now get married and your mom is telling you you need to do this this way, da 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 da, and in most cases she's just trying to be helpful, right? Yeah. 
and in that time in your house it's just like okay mama like yeah yeah you know I understand you know because you're kind of basing it on the fact that like she's had and in my case she's had five children yeah. so she she's coming from somewhere that yeah. she's not silly yeah and she's not being stupid so she is coming from a point of where she's had experience yeah so it's one of those things where I would just need to be like okay I hear you uh, I understand where you're coming from da, 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 da. but as soon as she leaves I mean it's me and my husband's decision to take and you know take what she said Mm-hmm. in 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 and make sure that it sits well with us right mm-hmm. like but in that moment when she's talking like be respectful about it mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like because clearly this is somebody that's gone through life and mm-hmm. experiences mm-hmm. that i have not yet experienced or yeah. gone through yeah so i'm not going to take that away from them and i'm not going to and i'm going to respect their opinions on that matter mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. so i feel like when it comes down to elders it's timing mm-hmm. and knowing when to speak yeah. and yeah. when not to it's just I feel like you just have to be mature and a little bit like and I had to learn to be a little bit mature when to stick up for myself yeah and when to just keep my mouth shut right. and just be like cool being selective yeah. with your battles yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 no it definitely makes sense I think for me I, I like I 100% agree with both those things and that I think for me the key distinction not even a distinction because you're going to respect there's a basic level of respect for everyone yeah but actually I'm probably a little bit less fussed with distant relatives mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. um i unless you know my parents are like i should mm. there's a lot of things that i won't do mm-hmm. for distant relatives that where if it came to like a day where my dad asked me to do something that's culturally expected i might do it but if we're going to a distant relative i probably won't mm-hmm. um just because i guess for me it's like a if I don't understand the purpose and the intention of something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only then going to do it if it's coming from someone who I sort of deeply trust and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I think that probably does rub people up the wrong way mm-hmm. or you know, makes people think that I feel highly mm-hmm. of myself when mm-hmm. I don't do those things. But mm. um, I guess for me, kind of rationalizing it in my head, mm. it's, it's just so difficult. Mm-hmm for me to do something mm-hmm. unless I understand completely why I'm doing it mm-hmm. um so I think that's probably just where the only distinction for me there mm-hmm. is but it's interesting because like I like how you tailored the conversation Ugo because I guess for us the non-negotiables mm-hmm. of how we treat adults mm-hmm. are so high already yeah right there's just already so many things that we already can't do yeah <laughs> we can't even i remember like being told off for like contributing to a conversation because mm-hmm. they were like yeah you mm-hmm. are your age mm-hmm. you just have no yeah they're yeah. like you just don't you yeah. don't even don't, don't feel too comfortable yeah, yeah. you know yeah. engaging in these adult conversations yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a humbling experience. It's humbling. It's bro. so humbling because in those moments you think you're grown, like you're you like, think your ah. your your opinion matters in this in this situation, and better get out. Yeah, wrong. This out of conversation with the kids, yeah. and the kids will be ten years younger than you, yeah. and they'll say go play with the kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just think it's so interesting that like for us, it's more so those big defining moments. Yeah, that we actually start considering even speaking up against yeah um in those moments where it's about culture or it's yeah. about um 
religion, marriage, blah blah blah. Yeah. Speaking of weddings, actually, because I Ugo, you you opened up an interesting kind of worms Because mm. yeah. mm. I actually don't know. It would be interesting for me to know what the traditions expectations are from a Nigerian household versus a Zimbabwean one. Because mm. I feel like Zimbabweans are like tradition is we have things, mm-hmm. but I won't say our things are. Our weddings are fairly like simple, yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. Um, and like even like down to like the traditional clothing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I like our traditional clothing, but if I was to say like what what is our what traditional is clothing? it distinctively? Yeah. yeah, it's not as defined as I guess it might be from a Nigerian household. Mm. Like, I feel like with I don't know with Nigerians, I guess you guys have like the Igbo trad, and then you've got your Yoruba trad, yeah. And then it's like, but for us, it's it's Shona on the belly yeah. and both of them are quite similar, similar to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the and I, I don't know the ins and outs of all of the traditions, right? But the 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 main thing is the fact that like you're you're expected to have multiple weddings, you know? There's yeah, yeah. wine carrying, trad, the white wedding, the at home wedding, like people will genuinely often have like three, four weddings or parts of their wedding happen um and i think and then within each wedding you've got little little micro things like for example you know for trad wedding and even possibly for the white wedding people are supposed to all wear obviously the same garment right Mm -hmm. so like the tradition is that actually you pick your material um and you tell everyone where to buy it or you buy it in bulk and people buy it off you to make their outfits that's one example right mm. and i'm sure that it's a similar thing with you but like to, the tradition is literally that if you're if you're invited to someone's wedding and if you've been asked it's almost like a version of being a bridesmaid if you've been asked to to wear a certain um print a certain like uh, piece of trad yeah the expectation yeah. is you go and make it and and don't say anything about it but in <laughs> going to make that outfit ha, ha, making outfits <laughs> is not cheap it's not cheap. It's you expensive, buy bro. You buy the yards, you go and find a tailor now, and the tailor may be up, down, left, right, London, Nigeria. You don't know where you're going to find a tailor to make the outfit you want. Then you wear it, and then obviously pictures get taken, and everyone knows it was from that one wedding, and then you don't wear it again. My mom yeah. has two wow. suitcases of wedding outfits, and literally, she said, after she zipped up the second suitcase, she said, Ugo, I'm not wearing another I'm not buying another piece of trad. I'm not buying more Ankara. Yeah. I'm not buying more of this stuff because I never wear it. And from that day yeah. on, I swear to God, she's only worn dresses from Hobbs phase eight that she can just recycle and wear again. And people yeah. reacted in a funny way. Like everyone reacted in a mm. funny way. Um, but I think what actually it kind of brings me to a point, and I, I want to hear about you guys' traditions as well, but it brings mm. me to something I was going to say earlier. I forgot to say earlier. I reckon that with these things, a lot of a lot of the space that you're given to maneuver is set by your parents. Yeah, that's and true. how they hold themselves because that's true. what I clocked is that both my parents, like you know, my dad can be quite traditionalist. He lo- obviously he loves tradition, he loves culture, but he also gets that just some of it just doesn't work yeah. today with yeah. how we live. Yeah. So he's very much on that side of the, let's not be ridiculous, let's yeah. not respect our, let's respect ourselves. And then yeah. my mom, as soon as she makes a choice or decision, she does it. Yeah. She doesn't care. Yeah. No, and the thing is, nobody really steps to her. So I, I often feel like because of the way they both handle themselves and how they respect culture, but they will draw their lines, I yeah. feel very comfortable to say, look, I'm going to draw my lines when the time comes as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, mm. what about you guys? That's so true. I mean, that last point there, I completely agree with. Yeah. Because, for me, that's what 
my parents are is a bit of a shield because some of these traditions are mad yeah yeah like, i don't know mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. a thing in in nigeria but in zim we have this thing called pulling uh, <laughs> pulling or kudonza, mm. which is like the Shona word for it, is like where you pull parts of your labia, clitoris, so just some the flappy parts in preparation for your marriage yeah. because apparently it feels nicer when you're now intimate relations with your husband. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hard pass. And yeah. like, yeah sometimes you they like you can do it they they recommend doing it with like certain herbs and like whatever to make it loose i don't know just maddest thing and i just kind of remember my mom was like Scrap. <laughs> we're not gonna do we're that. not gonna do that mm-hmm. you know is it, pain, is like, it painful i don't think it is from the description like you pull you target it gently it's not like someone's pulling no. for you like it's not FGM. Like no, 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 no. no. Okay. You don't lose nothing. You don't cut nothing. You don't. Bit, it just becomes a bit flappy. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's what would kind of naturally happen over time, or if you have a mm. baby or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, apparently yeah. it feels mm. kind of nicer because I suppose there's like an extra flap <laughs> on the exit. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way that you're doing the hand like yeah you can't you can't see the hands those hands I'm, I'm flapping I'm my hands but um yeah so like there's just there's there's a lot of even there's a scale of like madness but there's yeah. also but you I don't on the other end of the spectrum I also find like my parents will now do up um are you not going to do this yeah yeah, yeah. and I guess it's kind of that thing Uga, that you're saying like where okay, when we get to certain people's house or when we get to certain other people where, um, you know, they are still expecting, like, you kneel when you greet people yeah, um, yeah. and things like that, my parents will now be looking at us like, so you haven't done this? Mm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> didn't know we were, but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Get with the program very quickly. But yeah. back to yeah. the wedding thing. Um. So for us, we have the lobola, yeah, which so, is called rora yeah. in Shona, yeah, uh, which is the traditional wedding, yeah. We have the white wedding, and with the rora, there's like several aspects of it. Yeah, so my dad was going through it with me. Okay, Christmas. okay. I can't remember all of it. Yeah, but I remember leaving that conversation and thinking mad. Yeah, there's because a lot. There's a lot of giving money. Like there's a lot of if you've stepped into this house, pay before you even step into this house you now have to pay to and now enter to the house yeah and it's just like the whole process has a lot to do the lobola like it's all part of the lobola process yeah. before you like it's like they pay before you even start to pay the lobola like yeah. do you get what i mean and it's like when i saw that i was but the one thing i will say though which made me feel that was just kind of like it would be nice to go through that whole process yeah but like because we're in a different time like yeah. the whole money thing is just a bit mad like obviously no, like you give what you need to give yeah but like it won't be to the extreme the extreme case of where you would hear someone who's paying lobola for 30,000 yeah Do which, you know is, what I mean? which is not which uncommon is, it, yeah exactly yeah. so but I think yeah I think Aurora, like it shouldn't be at least for me it shouldn't be it kind of sounds like sometimes with weddings, yeah. and even from what you were saying, Uga, like kind of sounds like some of these things can be a money making scheme. Yes. Whether it be for the for the oh, seamstress. Oh, 
big for the man. tailors or big for the family. Yeah. People be adding yeah. margins, yeah. margins yeah. Here everywhere, and there, yeah. right? How am I going to make back the money for the Super Bowl? I'm telling yeah. you. People will be just it's finding cool. ways to make cash. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, what I do like about Aurora is there's mm-hmm. a lot of like interaction points. Mm-hmm. So like when mm-hmm. the guy is first interested, he speaks to the Tete, mm-hmm. who is um, the Your father's sister. sister. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of interaction. And then the, the fathers meet up and then both families integrate. Yeah. And I think what I do like about that when I kind of look of like, marriages as a whole mm-hmm. is that you need a village mm-hmm. to support you mm-hmm. you need yeah. your village to kind of make a marriage successful because mm-hmm. it's not easy mm-hmm. um and when you have the right supporters mm-hmm. it's just paramount to a successful marriage yeah so i think even those aspects of it are a bit long mm-hmm. i actually do like the touch points mm-hmm. of the traditional wedding yeah rather than people just meeting each other yeah at the white wedding yeah and then it's like the in-laws and even the friends yeah haven't really mixed yeah. like that yeah um so that's what i would say like i, I definitely do like about yeah. Aurora. i think it's it's nice yeah no i think i don't know if i don't even know if my parents had a white wedding i know they definitely just did the traditional mm-hmm. and then that was it mm-hmm. um but would you guys ever just to save money mm-hmm. and because like we're saying like weddings can be a bit extra mm-hmm. Would you ever just do a traditional and just keep it moving? Mm-mm. Do I look like I'm just, I'm just trying to look at my birthdays and just figure out whether I feel? I think for me, it's not even about the money or being extra. I I just think for me, there's there's life is short. Mm-hmm. Moments deserve to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. Now, might I switch from the traditional white wedding? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not tied to the white dress mm-hmm. the da, 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 da. like mm-hmm. i'm not tied but will there be a because traditional weddings can be a bit tame yeah 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 yeah, yeah will yeah. there be a celebration yes. of this union yeah yes okay 100 okay. percent. okay okay what about you Ugo? i think for me you know realistically speaking i will have a trad what mm-hmm. I don't know is whether I'll now be doing Trad UK edition and then Trad Lagos edition. <laughs> um, that is the bigger question for me because at the end of the day, it's like a toss-up between what families you want to be able to definitely yeah. make it. And I yeah. think it would be wrong to now do only like both weddings in the UK when I actually have yeah. like very close and dear family who would not be able to fly over. And if yeah. I can fly them over, then so be it. But if not, then yeah, you yeah. Know, very sticky. And yeah. in the grand scheme of things, you know, hosting a party to celebrate that they've supported me to, to this point, it's not mm-hmm. a big deal. Right? It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's not a, little, a big deal. Little, as you say, life is for living, moments are for enjoying, and like it's yeah. the small, the littlest thing I could do to, to give thanks. Yeah. Um, but I, I think what I what I will say is is that I will not have three huge weddings. That's not what's gonna happen. Yeah. I think realistically it will be like a it will be like a really good party for people at home. Yeah. And then if I do a trad wedding here, it will be more like a like an engagement party mm-hmm. reception which is tasteful but small yeah and then let the white wedding do the the talking do you know what I mean? yeah and probably space them out by like a year so that it's not 
this ridiculous like because it, it's so funny because like I think by my personality you'd imagine I'd want to do like fireworks and this and that yeah. and the other but the whole thing overwhelms me I hate hosting if I can just have a party for my 20 25th 30 35 then I can do that yeah. and be happy yeah um it's a lot for me yeah. so yeah just try and keep it tasteful and small yeah. but my mom even the, the other day my mom was like oh <laughs> she's turning up but the thing is 100 is, is not a lot rich. guys do you know what that's the maddest thing at least for me like seeing with Rotenda's wedding because mm. they've tried to keep it super super small mm. but the thing is you touch three families yeah including your bridal party mm-hmm. you're already yeah. on 55 yeah 60 yeah. even yeah it's mad yeah it's impossible. It's impossible. Is you have the... to split it between. So you're basically saying you have fifty, you have fifty. And that's the that's the thing. You're yeah. already on hundred because there's two sides. Yeah, there's two right? sides of the family. And you're not gonna say like unless you literally have your immediate family mm-hmm. and your friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only way that you're touching below seventy five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once you just even start saying, and the ah, uh, it's so tough. And mm-hmm. I think the thing that the wording that you use, which is like it's these people who want to celebrate you mm-hmm. who who have mm-hmm. been supporting you mm-hmm. who you'd almost mm-hmm. be robbing off that experience mm-hmm. who yeah. have always kind of even if they're not like you're talking every week or even yeah. every month yeah right Looking but they're them. there yeah. whether they're sending prayers for you whether they supported your parents mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. and were only there for yeah. your birth mm-hmm. but the fact that they've been there for your parents is yeah. inadvertently exactly. like yeah. raising you, raising you yeah. because yeah. your parents would yeah. not be able to provide and yeah. be there for you yeah. if they there are been. multiple there's so exactly. many and then you're 500 bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're 500 do you know what I mean like yeah. it's mad yeah that's the part I don't know how to control yeah yeah it's actually tough it's so tough it's tough I have mm. no idea, guys. Ah, when it comes to marry, fam, marry rich. <laughs> what, what I know is if my budget is not Bella Nigella uh, budget, I will not see a, a wedding from me. Yeah. You'll not see a wedding from me. Yes. You'll be invited to my garden to have tea and cake. tea and I can't Look, lie. I, if you give me tea and cake, yeah. If you give me tea and cake, fam, now nah, stop it. Fam. It's Bella Nigella or not. Anybody who's ever thought, oh, that's you know okay. what? Let me take Ugo on a date. Listen Your to me mom closely. will not allow it's it. Bella Niger. And T will not allow it. I'll tell you that much. Tea and cakes. She's mad. Right. As if over your listen, your mom would not allow it. I will tell you for a fact. I know. So you can dream. You I can know. dream, but that's definitely not gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> well, that's my that's what I'm saying. It has to be like it will either be that that main I'm just saying that main wedding has to bang it has to pop and it doesn't need to be ridiculous yeah. but it just it just needs to be as you said everyone who wants to celebrate us can sit in that place yeah and it like have the experience of do you know what I mean have that experience yeah and just be like yes and I've been to those weddings they're not necessarily ridiculous like let me relax they're not necessarily Bell and Nigeria ridiculous but I've been to I've been to weddings and I've left and been like that was an experience mm. and that was a moment for yeah. me do you know what I mean? yeah um that's what I need to create and I'm just saying I want that or it's all cancelled I'll just come back with a rock <laughs> yeah. it's, gone. it's done I think I agree I don't even think I want my wedding to be a production I'm sorry mm-hmm. like I think there is definitely a difference between an experience and a production mm-hmm. um 
And for me, for a day that ends in 24 hours mm-hmm. to host a production, Especially. the filming and the camera crew that would need to be there to make sure it counts for more than a day yeah. would just have to be ridiculous. And I think once you make something a production, the stress becomes about execution mm-hmm. rather than living mm-hmm. in the moment, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, this and this that I yeah. planned, did it execute? Did it come out that right? Did it, so did it, did it, and that's like, I feel like that's the opposite of what you want on your wedding day. day. Yeah, definitely. You actually want to be able to immerse yourself. I've heard so many people say, like, I was just, it was like I was barely there on my wedding day. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, nah. Not for me. Not for me. The enjoyment that I want, the, just the feels, the, it, it, nah. Yeah. It can't be about execution. So I think just for me, myself, I would have to, yes, have people there and like have as many as many people as many people as is required to fulfill what we were saying earlier. But mm-hmm. I would still want intimacy. Mm-hmm. I still want closeness. Mm-hmm. And I think for that, it can't be fireworks all throughout the day. Mm-hmm. It can't be pop pop mm-hmm. when we walk through the door. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it can't be five outfit changes. Oh right, yeah. You know, stress, stress. Uh, yeah, no. And then, I think I would want a small one. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. Like you said, it, like we want. What we want things. is small, but realistically, it won't happen. It won't happen. Yeah. Not. Yeah. I'm not seventy-five or like fifty small. I think maybe max, maybe like two hundred, but like that, I think it's quite small. Yeah. Um, it is two hundred is small. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Two hundred is small because guys, deep it at my, at Pedro's birthday, there mm-hmm. were eighty people. Um, at my birthday that day, even though it looked like small, yeah, fifty people actually ended up coming. Jeez. Wow. So it actually, yeah, and that was just friends, just friends. That wasn't family. Yeah, because this is the thing, like, especially when you've got like, for me, like, I'm coming from a family of five. So if you're now inviting five families, you've already got twenty five people. Yeah, or five, right? Yeah. And so all these families that you're inviting, they'll have their little kids and whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's just, it will just, like, 100 will come very quickly. Yeah. Very, very, very quickly. Are you guys having, sorry, I know we've been digging into this. I feel like let's just relax. Relationships. How do you guys feel about kids, little kids coming to your wedding? <laughs> I actually don't mind. Really? Yeah, I actually don't mind personally. What do you guys? They're sticky. Are there no kids? Not Part of me wants to say fuck them kids. Sticky. Yeah. <laughs> part of me wants to say they're yeah. not part of the vision. Um, big part yeah. of me, in fact. But no, here's how so I. So you guys going to have like little at cute the end of the day, girls? That's not what I said. Mm. Oh, that's okay. not what we said. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying do I want kids yeah. going okay, around yeah. okay. put, like pulling up all the plates of the yeah. appetizers, just yeah. being annoying. Well, I, I think that's the, for me the key question. And so I think my thing is like, do the kids go home after the church reception? Mm. But then you see the thing is when you do no. that, yeah, if people have already bought their kids to the church, Where they're the gonna mother? bring them to reception. Yeah. And then so it's like yeah. you either are running a nursery, mm-hmm. like you actually have a place. Mm-hmm. where yeah. the kids can go that's separate so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's my plan or they just that's don't my plan. yeah i think that's what that's my plan. i want like an incredible 
um yeah. kids nursery thing like I want yeah. it to be amazing I want like a whole team like maybe yeah. a puppet show a bouncy castle like I want something to be incredible so much so that they're like oh man that was yeah. the best thing ever my plan is to marry next to the wedding Bruh. yeah so, that's what I want no, that's what I, I want true. it needs uh, to it needs to work out that way yeah. because otherwise like I, I remember there was a wedding that my parents went to and my aunt and uncle that they were now like, oh, we now have to find someone to, to take care of the kids yeah. while we go to this wedding. Yeah. And so I had to like babysit, which I don't mind because I absolutely love my cousins. But yeah. those those are the, and, and some people might not come yeah. actually because they don't no, have they anyone won't. to look after the some kids. Some people won't. Yeah. So, and I think if you don't, yeah. like if we're talking about maybe robbing the experience from certain people yeah i think you might have to accommodate the kids yeah but do you know what i will say though yeah. is the people who wouldn't come probably shouldn't be on the invite list i, I and i know oh. that's a bit savage yeah. but yeah. like i personally no, feel true. like if someone is thinking i might not come no because they without the kids like who's gonna take care of the kids that's what i'm saying unless they're like and even then if that was their problem i feel yeah. like they should call me right and okay. say like oh hey it's your yeah. wedding. Yeah. 100% going to be there. Yeah, I'm just having but trouble with there's this. Childcare. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. I kind of feel like the people that I want yeah. at my wedding are people who wouldn't miss it. Right. right. Who are like, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Yeah. If it's because even people who extend me invites mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm not that close, mm-hmm. I probably won't go. Mm. I just, I don't, I don't feel like, I think it's such, I've been to weddings where it's such an intimate like when I was on the um when I was in Yolanda my cousin yeah. we grew up together yeah that wedding was so emotional for me yeah because I'm just like I'm so excited for you mm-hmm. I love to see you happy mm-hmm. and like the love that you've built it was so nice to kind of be integrated into um Cubby's family that why would I kind of go to be in a furniture at mm-hmm. someone else's mm-hmm. wedding mm-hmm. Why would I be awkward at somebody? Like, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. It don't make no sense. Yeah. My only thing with that, though, because I agree with you that if if there's someone who would rather just not come than, uh, than talk to you about it, you kind of got to question the invite in the first oh, yeah. place. However... It goes back to what I was saying with the whole expecting people to buy yards and yards of material and stuff. I just think for me, for me anyway, I think my key philosophy in this whole wedding business is like there's a reasonable cost you should expect someone to have to take to attend a day for you. That's my thing. If I'm doing this because I want people to enjoy and celebrate me and the love I found and the part they've had to play and like my growth and all of that yeah. good stuff, right? I shouldn't now also expect them to pay for the privilege of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's the point otherwise? I may as well charge entry. So <laughs> my thing is there's a reasonable cost, right? And I think reasonable cost includes if you want to go buy another outfit, buy another outfit. Like that's not yeah. my problem, right? Um there are certain things I expect travel. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be paying for a train tickets for if I pick an obscure place, there are reasonable costs involved. Things I think are a little bit unreasonable. And is why I need to like figure out how I'm yeah. going to do it. Things like childcare for me, because it's hours. It could be hours yeah. and hours. Um, and I don't want people to have to rush or like worry or yeah. whatever. So, something like flying out as well. Like if I was to have a destination in Italy, I wouldn't, you know, I, that would have to be yeah. paying for it because I can't expect people to now pay for a plane uh, a plane ticket. That's just me. Like I think there's just a reasonable cost, especially if I want them to be ticking off my John Lewis <laughs> um, and my uh, Selfridges yeah. wedding list. 
but I won't be able yeah. to taking it off <laughs> and spraying oh, me properly. Yeah, you know. Um, then yeah, there's just there's just a reasonable cause. I oh, another thing, I do not want people to now be start. Oh, I'm gonna help with the rice. I'm gonna help with the cake. I'm Same. gonna help with this. Same. I'm gonna help with that. People no. shouldn't be. They can't enjoy it. Mm. Now, how can you enjoy it? You, if you're part of the catering team, you can't. I mean, I hate. I'm sorry. I personally, it's my one of my biggest gripes. You invite someone to a wedding and then you ask them to stand and serve food. It happens so much, and 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 it happens. You have like it has to make sense at the end of the day. And I just feel like if you're at that point where you're stretching Mm. to the seams and you're stretching people to the seams that much, either scale it down or delay. Like. It's really just not yes, that thank deep. You. Yeah. you don't need to do it right then and there. It's yeah. not that deep. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I just kind of feel yeah. like that pressure, I guess sometimes it does come from family and it's a bit hard, but mm-hmm. you do have to stand firm mm-hmm. in that and say, you know what, I'm building a life after this, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if mm-hmm. we're already stretched like that, it's looking very sticky afterwards. Yeah. It's looking very, yeah. very sticky afterwards. But I do wish, and I mean, I think what you're saying is probably really more realistic in that maybe people won't communicate, mm-hmm. but I do hope, because I suppose even me, when I've been the maid, now I'm like a maid of honour, mm-hmm. certain costs, you don't even like expect until someone raises to you, hey, I've got a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one of the girls on the branch yeah. was like, hey, I've got a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when we're evaluating it we're not taking certain things into account just because there's Mm -hmm. so much on the list Mm -hmm. so i think it is a sticky one because i've also been on the other end of the spectrum when people are demanding a lot from me Mm -hmm. and it's like yo Mm -hmm. you know i've already paid for a plane ticket and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i just think like the more i see it happen the more i'm like it can't be everyone who's moving selfish yeah maybe there is just an oversight sometimes over certain things yeah and so what i do hope is that when i have my wedding Mm. people give me the grace to just communicate with me Mm -hmm. when something is unreasonable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i might be bro (laughs) (laughs) i might be i'm just thinking about visuals yeah Yeah. aesthetics but Um, yeah anyways we've done thread for thought to death um hope you guys love it um money making what's going on it's an interesting one because there's like two ends of the spectrum there's like job loss yeah and uncertainty and lack of security yeah and then almost Mm -hmm. paradoxically somewhat unfairly Mm -hmm. there's a sense of opportunity there Mm -hmm. um yeah, and I think finding absolutely. the balance between that is so difficult mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I think it's like, for me, I want to be empathetic and I want to be conscious of the fact that I'm blessed mm-hmm. to still be in a position where I have a job and a secure income. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of people who don't have that. And mm-hmm. what am I doing to kind of feed into community rather than myself? Yeah. But I'm also conscious of the fact that in the markets right now, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah, there's a lot more volatility within the stock market mm-hmm. to make money. There's also an opportunity for me to review my own finances. Yeah. There's there's a bit of a slowing down. Yeah, that allows me to learn a new skill and what 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 what. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's weird because I do think it's a season to make money. Yeah, but I think there's an aspect of me where it's like you had in the recession millionaires. And you had in the recession people that came out with nothing, mm. mm-hmm. and that's yeah. that's quite scary. Like if you if you really deep it, 
it's scary. It's scary because yeah you just you just have to deal with the hand that you've been dealt with exactly exactly i think for me that's what i'm i'm trying to balance at the moment i am trying to look Mm. community wise i'm trying to just really deep what's going on around us Mm. and how i Mm. can contribute both now and in the future Mm -hmm. to like making the world a better place for lack of better words mm-hmm. but also <laughs> but also <laughs> Miss, Miss Zimbabwe Miss Zim 2020 <laughs> and the award for Miss World Is 2020 uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah cringe but let's not find better words so forgive yeah. me um, but also like guys like right now if there's a time I feel like to kind of learn trading, learn mm-hmm. volatility, mm-hmm. yes, there's risk, mm-hmm. but like stocks are discounted. Mm-hmm. So just to give some context, like pretty much a lot of people lost like up to two thirds of their value of their stock portfolio. Oh, wow. um, when this coronavirus happened, just mm-hmm. because obviously businesses can't sell mm-hmm. at the moment. McDonald's is closed. KFC mm-hmm. is closed. Mm-hmm. You know, Zara is closed. Mm-hmm. Just big yeah. brands who would normally be on the high street active mm-hmm. are closed. Mm-hmm. So people are thinking sales are going down, mm-hmm. right? Um, businesses, work, like people who are working, mm-hmm. um, I think something like the unemployment rate in the USA was somewhere around the 20%. Oh, wow. Um, in fact, yeah wow. something ridiculous. ridiculous let me even just quickly just do a um i was gonna say while you google it i guess for me you know there's always going to be that disparity there's going to be that gap between who wins and who loses and it's just like that is literally yeah. how capitalism works right but i think what you would hope is that there are enough enough structures mm-hmm. and systems in place that even the people who lose don't mm. lose everything yeah. to the point of yeah. starvation do you know and i think you know relatively speaking yeah it's horrible like the kind of things that happen to people is horrible and it's made me so humbled so grateful like unbelievably yeah. grateful for everything i have but then you think about certain countries huh. in the world where those systems don't huh. exist those systems don't exist we're sending money we're sending money back home because Mm -hmm. those systems do not exist to save people from literally like Mm -hmm. there's nothing like there is nothing there's no i'm gonna apply for this grant and apply for this loan and like um, boris just sent me 10k to support Mm -hmm. my small business like there is nothing you know so i'm just kind of like it's it's awful and horrible but it's like at the very least like you know let that you just hope that there's a system in place that can that can um avoid you know an just pure devastation level of honestly poverty honestly so yeah in in the just to kind of supplement that in the u.s the real unemployment rate um has likely hit 14.7 percent the highest level since 1940 wow um just to kind of show that the severity of the times that we are in mm. um and so yeah it, it's it's like it's crazy out here but I do think, given the situation, as you say, there are things like governments are giving out loans, governments are giving out grants, yeah. uh, certain bills, um, you know, like uh, rent, not rent, but like, is it like gas bills? I know banks are freezing interest yeah, rates on like all overdrafts mm-hmm. or something like that, where mm-hmm. you have various ones. And just to give a quick, quick plug... Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys want to find out about some of the relief 
systems in place um, and like charity grants and like business grants and things like that one page that I highly highly recommend you guys following um, is Money Medics Mm -hmm. so Money Medics have been doing um, so last week they did expert guidance on claiming financial relief Mm -hmm. and navigating your finances um, and they had like financial advisors in joining the I think maybe it was like an IG live mm-hmm. but they have excellent information on just really how to navigate this time if you're someone who is a freelancer who is unemployed definitely check them out sick so going on the flip side of that if you are someone who is at home who does have more time whether it is because you are unemployed, whether your business is not, you know, trading as actively or working as actively in this season, I highly, highly recommend after kind of having taken some time to think about what it is that you want to do, maybe Mm. looking into new skills. And one of those things that I have, one of the things that I have done is kind of looked into trading. Yeah. Um, And it is because discounted stocks mm-hmm. so like previously buying a spotify stock mm-hmm. although spotify has been doing quite well so maybe that's not a good example mm-hmm. <laughs> buying an uber stock yeah. would have been actually quite uh, relatively pricey yeah um but i think i saw prices of uber around 20 pounds oh okay which i mean a lot of people think trading is super inaccessible yeah it's only if you have you know thousands and thousands of pounds that you should be trading or whatever yeah but previously it was like 41 dollars oh, wow. and it went down to 20 dollars oh, wow. that's 50 yeah. percent of the value knocked off yeah and stocks are something that you can hold for the next 20 years mm-hmm. and if you look at like where some of these stocks started off Mm -hmm. amazon 30 years ago Mm -hmm. might have been like 30 Mm dollars and now amazon is somewhere ridiculous um i think two thousand dollars actually is where it is so it's just goes to show like with trading actually yeah let me give you an exact quote for example in 2014 amazon was worth let's say february 360 dollars Wow. Now it's two thousand dollars. Wow. So if you had bought that stock yeah. seven years ago, yeah, that's one thousand six hundred, one thousand seven hundred dollars that you'd have made on one stock. Jeez. So I think it's just also a time to if if you have the mental capacity, mm-hmm. if you have the energy mm-hmm. to look at other things. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of the things that I've been looking at. Mm-hmm. Um just to summarize a little bit on how I've been doing that. I paid for a course mm-hmm. on Udemy. U D E M Y. Oh yeah. Okay. And there's plenty of free resources, by the way. There's like Khan Academy, mm-hmm. YouTube, YouTube, mm-hmm. YouTube, YouTube. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, the way that I work is if I don't put any capital in, yeah. I just won't commit. Yeah. So I paid for a course, it was like 18 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just allowed me to kind of start looking at sort of the analysis that you'd perform. Yeah. Um, to basically get started. Mm-hmm. And then I downloaded this app called Trading yeah. 212 mm-hmm. um, and Free Trade. And it's okay. just basically because those two apps have super low commission. Okay. So if you do decide to put some money down, yeah. the money that would go to kind of like 
revenue for mm-hmm. that firm mm-hmm. allowing you to trade on their platform mm-hmm. effectively acting as a broker is mm-hmm. quite low okay um trading 212 just to plug them a little bit as well as they mm-hmm. allow you to have a virtual account mm-hmm. so if you are someone who's super risk averse you kind of just want to play around with it and yeah. see yeah great platform to do that yeah. are you guys i know we did touch on it a little bit have you guys, what space have you guys been with regards mm-hmm. to money making? Is it something that you've been looking at or have you kind of been saving and being prepared for whatever outcome in this period? Um, I, well, with regards to like trading and stuff, I've never like traded uh, or like looked at trading platforms. So when you've been talking about it, I'm been, I've been kind of like, this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like when you've just been telling me, um, what stocks are doing well and what's not doing well yeah and like when we've kind of had those little discussions where it's like but why yeah you know, that's been really that's interesting for me yeah yeah um so <laughs> I think that for me would has been mm-hmm. quite like it's kind of got me interested in it yeah and if anything I'll definitely try and do the 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 virtual, the virtual one yeah, 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 yeah. um so I can kind of like play around with the with the whole like ideas of okay what do I think would happen what yeah. do I think da, 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 da. so yeah um so but personally I've never like traded or anything like that yeah and then with regards to just kind of like the money making I feel like I'm in the space of just developing skills and learning yeah um so Your like I was saying marketing yeah I, I touch on the Pinterest thing because I'm right. still not sure how yeah you went from like a hundred impressions to sixteen yeah. K yeah. impressions. Yeah. So maybe you can like share that a little bit. So okay, so basically the way that okay, so I basically launched my website and the way that our website is sarazai.com dot co dot com dot com dot com um and it's oh sorry dot co is the instagram it's the instagram yeah okay yeah all right it's so it's s-a-r-u-d-z-a-i dot yeah. com yeah that's it um but yeah so like when when i launched the website i was now thinking okay how do i want to so i started looking into seo like um seo stands for oh <laughs> search engine optimization okay perfect so search engine yeah so i was looking at that and i just basically wanted to make sure that when people type in certain keywords that my website will come up right so when i started looking into seo and then i went into and then i got into like pinterest marketing yeah and because pinterest is in itself a search it's engine like it is a search engine it's a search engine yeah 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 for sure so i was you know it was interesting that it was highly recommended to use pinterest as a way to kind of um get more traffic onto your website mm. because a lot of people it's kind of the use it's a search engine with images yeah so in some cases um someone might be looking at um black hair yeah, right yeah. or you know like um natural hair yeah and natural hair hairstyles yeah and you could have a particular blog post on natural hair hairstyles right. and the way that your image on your on your website can be on pinterest and it can right. show up on pinterest mm-hmm. someone can see the image and be like i really like this image mm. they might click on it and then when they click on it they it takes you see to the, the website. website right do you see what i'm saying right. so it kind of drags mm. a lot of traffic and because uh, Pinterest has like millions of users in daily. Like it, I it's, use it like every other a, day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. I use it every so almost every day. What people don't realize is that it's a great way to get a lot of traffic to your website. And I feel like with Pinterest, we specifically go on there for inspiration. Yes. Yes. Right. Exactly. So it's like you almost have 
a desire mm-hmm. to find something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like definitely. rather than Instagram, Instagram I can go on that's just browse. Yes. Right? I could come across something by accident. But, but if I'm going on Pinterest, I'm typing in grey bedroom yes. inspo. I'm yeah. typing in nails, summer mm-hmm. nails, mm-hmm. or like chilled date night outfit exactly but and I'm searching for inspo and then you find it and mm. this is the thing like w- like you're saying with instagram if you go you'd have to go to hashtag date night and some of the quit some of the stuff you don't you're not interested in yeah. like it's 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 not nice but yeah. whereas on pinterest you find exactly what the, you're looking what for. you're looking for right. and so, so it's very it's very very good if you've got a certain niche or if you've got a certain um like if your blog is certainly targeted on something mm-hmm. so for me like mine is kind of like a targeted to skincare makeup and natural hair right and so in the pins that i tend to pin are very much people with natural hair mm-hmm. and then what i then do is i repin other people's pins right okay so it's like a collaborative thing right yeah. so it's like i have a board and i'm putting all the pins of people that i like with their natural hair yeah but i all then i then Put i did my own stuff as well in, so in the is mix. it is it the the quality of the board mm-hmm. that drives the engagement like yeah. or is it the fact that you're engaging with other people and they're resharing yes. and then coming back to so your page? The, there's an element of you being proactive and okay. being active on the site as well yeah and um because your what then happens is that your board can be suggested okay for somebody else you know how sometimes you get notifications on pinterest yeah. and they're like you might like this board right and so in some cases if your board is actually getting a lot of like people looking at it or yeah. some of your images get repinned by accident in some cases it's luck yeah um that maybe two or three people have uh repinned your post yeah and then in that case what pinterest does it would now try and push that post yeah for more for other people to see it yeah so in this case what i then did what i did was looking into pinterest marketing not to kind of like run go go through this way too much but no 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 it's interesting um i started using I started using this service very, called very Tailwind. Mm. And what Tailwind does is you can schedule your posts. Mm. And so it looks at what time your people are online as well. Pinterest, Pinterest, Instagram. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And it tells you when the best time is to post, but it also then does it for you. So ah. it's a scheduling tool and it it's pretty good. Do you know you what? Do what this podcast, we actually find out all jeans plugs. Love. <laughs> Love. this is when we actually find Honestly. out stuff. guys Lo, you are finding out the same time we are finding wow. out this thing. okay do you guys ask no Lo, we share mean, with i'm the like group. Oh. We share with the whatsapp group what? no because i always feel like it's long okay so now i'm going into no. detail now now i'm going into detail so but basically yeah that's what i use it's called tailwind and so it, re- it schedules everything i haven't used it for instagram is it tailwind tailwind t-a-i-l yes okay um, but I haven't used it for Instagram. I've only used it for Pinterest. Okay. And so with Tailwind, um, it's post me the yeah. pins. Um, but now the, the scheduled ones that I've created so far have just been the ones coming from my website. Right. I haven't done it with other people's posts. Can with, you do that? You can do it oh, with wow. other people's posts. So you can create, you can download a um, an add-in on Chrome mm-hmm. or whatever you use, yeah. and the add-in whatever website you're on you will always see like a little schedule tailwind ah. option there so you can schedule anything that's so or that cool. you find online like normally where you would see that pin it yeah thing next to an image yeah, or yeah, any yeah. website yeah 
it's, it has the same one for Tailwind so and then cool. it schedules it for That's you. Very so cool. you can still do that. But um, I'm in an experiment phase with it. I want right. to see how far I can go with it. Right. And then I can be able to like let people know how to do it. Yeah. But at the moment currently I've managed, like I, like you were saying, like I literally have like about 100. And at the moment I'm on like 18,000 monthly views, right? Right. From this month. Right. And it's interesting how that jump happened yeah i'm not entirely sure what is happening right but i'm just going along with it if that makes sense but you put you did things i did yeah i was reading into it and i was watching some youtube videos on this um but there's some people that do put descriptions on their boards and stuff like that but there's also where you invite other people to To add to add stuff and contribute exactly so i've done that for Tammy's wedding yeah actually exactly yeah so and in that then you have other people's posts and other people's followers that can go in there there as well so it's like a yeah there's a a real collaborative community aspect to it yeah and i think with pinterest it's funny because i feel like you can almost when you're when you really like something yeah you can almost build that engagement by accident Mm -hmm. Mm because i found there was times where when i was really like in the sort of work where yeah with that board yeah that board alone yeah would get like a thousand monthly views yeah yeah purely just from reposting yes i wasn't even posting yeah. any of my own content yeah but it was just from like i was genuinely engaged yeah i yeah. liked other people's things yeah i reposted other people's things yeah, yeah so exactly. i think it is one of those places where you can be very organic yes about it yeah and it's not like the instagram trick mm-hmm. where it's like mm-hmm. i must shakara it this mm-hmm. time and do this at this yeah. time yeah I think you can, if you're genuinely interested and engaged, yes. and you're clean with it. Yes, yeah. You can actually get that that those views. Yeah, up. yeah. So I think the yeah. So exactly. So and I think the ultimate goal for me is just to one, of course, just increase the the traffic to the website. Yeah. But also just to kind of like have my name out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just build my brand. Yeah. Um, but also because I feel like with Instagram, I do feel like there is a certain level of it's great to have people that know you and yeah. that have been following you for a while. Yeah. But I also want to start having other people that don't know me, but yeah. also that just know saradzai.com yeah. yeah. more than they know Jay Saradzai, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So um, that's where I'm heading right now. Yeah, guys, that's that's pretty much it. Um, Ugo? Uh, how do I follow that? Goodness, yeah. I feel I feel um fulfilled with knowledge and info, and uh, and I I must must reinstate like I love Udemy, um I think everything you just said, Jean, is super super interesting. I'd never heard of Pinterest marketing ever, so I'm very very interested, and I definitely will be doing reading now before bed. Um, yeah. Love it for me. I mean, you know, my big things. I talk like on personally what I've been doing, and then more generally what I've been interested in looking at. Yeah. My personal thing is taking stock. Like I said this last episode, I'm saying it again. I'm just mm-hmm. taking stock. Like money dashboard all up in the place. Oh um, yeah, I laid out like all of my direct debits and like or standing orders and everything. Mm-hmm. Just like plain sight, plain view to really have a better grasp of like what am I paying for that I just don't need to pay for mm. what should I end or stop or like start or whatever else because um, mm-hmm. I feel like especially in the past six months I've been accumulating a lot of standing orders and like a lot of direct debits <laughs> a lot yeah <laughs> yeah a lot yeah. that I just hadn't actually laid down in a long list yeah, and it was just like, hey, pay for this little upgrade. Hey, pay pay for this subscription. Hey, pay for this thing. Pay for this. Pay for that. And like, I think just 
you know, knowing you've got money to pay it off does not mean that you're not scraping away at money you could be saving. Yeah. So I just yeah. had to make that list and like really have a sense check. So that's the thing I'm doing personally. Nice. Um, more generally though, like what I've been quite interested in like looking at, and it's less, I guess, directly money making and more thinking about using this time as an opportunity to to for brands whether that's like a big huge consumer brand or whether that's like a personal branding influencer type thing thinking Mm. about how to create or how to improve on experience and engagement during this Mm. period and like doing during this time and I think there are a few brands who are doing an amazing job at using this time as an opportunity to really engage people and like create what in the U- UX world, you'd call like a moment of delight, which mm. is basically where like in your typical experience, it's not just something that works. It's not just something that functions. It's something that is amazing. Like the company has gone above and beyond to make something really slick and really smooth, something that you just didn't really need. And I feel like this is a time where people are, brands are doing this in ways that are very interesting, creative and like not seen before, right? Twitter, mm-hmm. for example, you know, it's not even in a functionality that they've they've obviously you go on twitter now you've got like updates immediately about what's going on you can see like on the on your right hand side on the like web at least the desktop page you can see like you know big kind of like highlighted um facts and stuff that you want to know which is a great kind of functionality thing but i Mm -hmm. think even more interesting than that the other day right um the head of the head of instagram um, Uh jumps on jumps on live with the mm-hmm. shade room to talk about Tory Lane's which is radio. mad yeah which is mad like why you know it's just mm. not when I first told you guys I remember Tendai was like no he didn't or like what like why <laughs> yeah. did you do that and I think that is very interesting because he, they could have just released a statement Instagram could yeah. have said hey look you know we have policies we stick to the policies full stop yeah but the guy got on his own platform on mm-hmm. live to say Tory Lanes, we love you. Quarantine Radio, we love it. We support it. But mm-hmm. we have guidelines that we just gotta stick to. Please, guys, mm-hmm. call in. Do all of do all do all of your ratchetness, but keep your butt cheeks in your pants and then we won't have to cancel the life. And I think it's things like that, like watching that video, it makes you smile. Yeah. It makes you yeah. smile, it makes you laugh, it makes you feel like you're in something together. Like this is someone who's literally said, Look, I'm watching it the same as you're watching it. I'm <laughs> I'm engaged as much as you're engaged. And I feel like it's a great example of where like even a huge brand like Instagram yeah. um can do something to make people more engaged and, and more like, you know, trusting in 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 the platform they're using. Yeah. Um, and there are a few other great examples. There are also some bad examples. I think we're all dealing obviously with you know, a lot of flight cancellations, yeah. um, festival Don't cancellations. Started. Mm-hmm. Let's not start there, but I think mm-hmm. there are there are interesting, like there's an interesting game at hand where some brands are completely winning, being able yeah. to engage people, even if it's hard, even yeah. if it's bad news to deliver, they're being able to get out like compelling messages and like really have people still have like a delightful experience engaging with either them as a brand or the platforms they have. Yeah. And then the opposite spectrum where there's a lot of silence there's a lot of like distrust there's like not quite quite consistent messages mm-hmm. um and that is creating again like a huh interesting didn't know that this is how you lot move and like yeah. glad to see it so i really think this is an opportunity for all of us to think about that kind of thing where we sit especially if you're working on your personal brand like how are mm-hmm. you creating content that is engaged with the times is mm-hmm. like really getting to people because now more than ever people just want to feel like they can resonate with you 
Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So that's like what I've just been seeing and thinking about and thinking is quite interesting. And it's a great opportunity, you know, even if it doesn't materialize this money in your pocket right now, I mm-hmm. think in the long term, that is how you create like a sustained um, relationship and a sustainable brand um, because it's one that people trust mm-hmm. and find delight in as well. Trust and find, I feel like, you know what, if you release that as a Twitter statement, mm. just for a few brands to just kind of get with the program. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Won't call out any for today. Yeah. But I mean, actually speaking on that, it's really interesting for me. Mm. This is kind of linking the the trading aspect and, you know, like brand perception. Mm. On Twitter, ASOS were on blast mm-hmm. for having all their delivery workers out and about. Warehouse is still running. Oh, wow. Like people were on Twitter kind of saying, like, these are not essential workers. Oh, wow. Why mm-hmm. are you exposing people to this treatment? Mm-hmm. And then recently, ASOS released their quarter one results mm-hmm. and their stock price shot up. Mm-hmm. And Boohoo's mm-hmm. price has been performing really well because mm-hmm. the funny thing is, people complain mm-hmm. about that, mm-hmm. but people are ordering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? People are shopping right now. Yeah. People are at home, they're bored, they're dreaming of right. the summer that they're gonna have yeah and yeah. people are shopping hard yeah yeah, yeah yeah so it's so interesting the difference between that employee perspective and that customer perspective yeah because yeah. people might be looking at asos like now like mm, maybe i wouldn't work for them mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's mean, not really about me it's mm-hmm. about the profit and mm-hmm. the customer but actually the customers and the people who are invested in the brand are mm-hmm. like wow you're resilient mm-hmm. in this time yeah mm-hmm. you're delivering yeah. in mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. So it's just so interesting how you can also have those two disparities in a time like this. Yeah. 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 So true. Um, Okay. (laughs) So this week, I think given uh, work is a bit of a sticky, sticky point, we're not Mm going to do uh, the I'm calling HR segment. Um, We might put that one on pause. Mm -hmm. We might um, shut it down a little bit for now. And I think what we'll probably do um, is cut it down into um, what did we call this segment? Would you? Would you rather? Would you it? rather? I don't think I that don't was it. it. It was like a oh man! It was thirty minutes or thirty k. That's what I called it anyway. Okay, well I like that. I like that. Okay. Thirty minutes or thirty k. So basically, this is just a segment where. We're gonna pick some some influential peoples yeah. and say, would you rather spend thirty minutes with this person? Okay. Gain some insight, ask some questions, whatever it may be in those thirty minutes. Yeah. Or would you rather get thirty K? Okay. That is literally it. Okay. Um, and then for the segment following that, just to kind of debrief our last last little section. Mm-hmm. Um, I think business shout out, maybe we might and this is an idea i don't know what you guys think mm-hmm. but really focus on businesses who are small mm-hmm. and really might need the customer support right now mm-hmm. whether that be you order something small mm-hmm. um whether that be you shout them out just businesses who are not like asos right. and don't have the manpower to just be running uh war or covid or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um okay cool so on the 30 minutes or 30k mm-hmm. Denzel Washington mm. now I've been watching quite a few Denzel Washington movies Okay, and 
if you live under a rock yeah. and you don't know who Denzel Washington is, mm. he is an actor to the actors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is a performer <laughs> to the performers. Mm-hmm. That is a great way of describing He's mm-hmm. just like, anytime you see him in a movie, mm-hmm. he will not not deliver. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's it's just not within his bracket or his definition, mm-hmm. and yeah. the spectrum of what he can do, everything from cowboy yeah. to to lawyer to criminal to sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw him in this film and it was actually hilarious. I can't remember it for the life of me. Yeah, um, but it was just like the range is genius, and he's a yeah. good-looking man. He's yeah. quite old now, and like his. His lips sag a little bit. Oh. You know when people get old, oh. they're like the no. corners of their lips. Oh, they drink no, a little you're bit. Rude. You're rude. No, but no, for real. His lips sag. no, but it's a natural part. Guys, we'll all get there ourselves. Um, no, for me, or hey, you no, no. You know, in, in that whole embracing, uh, getting old and embracing all of that, aging with like yeah. lips, please. No, they do yeah. in the corners. You know what I'm talking about. That's what the women get Botox for. To just lift that up. I'm not, I'm not finna have that Botox. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, you know what I mean? Like, cap some of that. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, okay, so Denzel Washington. So I'm just also just going to give a little uh, bio brief of him. So he's an actor, director, and producer, honey. Um, he has received not one, but two Golden Globe Awards, one Tony Award, and two Academy Awards. Oh, wow. Okay? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm awards that people would dream of Mm -hmm. one in their lifetime Mm -hmm. he has a couple and i'm sure there's more like that we haven't mentioned from like the na what is it called the like the one for um african-americans naacp or something yeah 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 um i'm sure he's got a couple of those um so would you rather 30k or 30 minutes with denzel washington and why because I know none of us want to be actors, right? No. Um, yeah. So there's that, but I think I would do the thirty minutes personally. Why? Um, because he definitely seems like a hard worker, mm. but he also seems like there, there. I feel like anyone in any field that has are excellent in their field. Yeah. There yes. are certain things that you can learn from them. They don't have to. Yeah. Be, you don't have to want to be in their field but I feel like who they are and yeah. and, and the things that they've learned and the in the discipline how they've learned to be disciplined yeah, yeah. um you can definitely learn from them so I think that's yeah. that's why I would say 30 minutes true interesting mm-hmm. you know it's so funny as you when you said 30 minutes I was like <laughs> screw face <laughs> but you know what that is an excellent point I think you're so right like some anyone who is excellent anyone who is like front of their field as as you rightly put it um they have those like nuclear habits they have those daily routines that have gotten them there yeah I think uh, having said that uh, you know hearing him tell me about all the habits he built up to be excellent is one thing Mm. it's also something I could read in a book for about five (laughs) pounds I think I've got two books that tell me the same thing (laughs) wow 30k spend about ten a tenner on it on um those two books yeah. and then use the rest maybe to invest in those habits That's myself. So funny. I don't know. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. You know what it is, yeah. I think I have two things with two 
pros and cons mm-hmm. right mm. i think i'll start with the con mm. he kind of reminds me mm-hmm. of a typical african dad mm-hmm. in that i feel like you'd ask him a question mm-hmm. and he'd start over in south africa mm-hmm. when you really want to be talking about america mm-hmm. and then only get to america on the 29th minute mm. yeah. <laughs> that's really the way i don't know how much you've seen denzel washington right. but like I kind of feel like that's what he'd do. And yeah. I'm sure you'd get that gem in that yeah. last one minute. Yeah. And it might mm. be what you actually want. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, ah, yeah. you could have... You could have you you started it with me. that. Yeah. You could have. Yeah. Um, so that's my only, like, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. He, I yeah. do interviews with him. Yeah. And he loves his parables. Okay. And he's just, like, a real real philosophical guy mm-hmm. and he's yeah i don't need philosophy huh? we don't need it we're just trying to get straight facts but that yep. might be just you know a reflection I mean? of our age you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah like yeah. we're trying to run and denzel saying walk <laughs> young child mm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um but the pr- why i would want to mm-hmm. <laughs> why i would want to is i feel like the roles that he's taken are very interesting yeah so mm-hmm. he did um cry freedom Mm -hmm. where he was a south african activist Mm -hmm. um he did malcolm x Mm -hmm. and he was phenomenal Mm -hmm. in that um Mm -hmm. he's done like everything from like super super meaningful stuff to like training day Mm -hmm. where he was a corrupt and like violent police detective Mm -hmm. and i think when the way he embodies Mm -hmm. the roles to me it's someone who's done the research Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. to me it's someone who knows the context behind those mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and so it's kind of just be aware of some of the like most shaping defining moments yeah of our world as well as like just living as a black person in the world mm-hmm. you know like it's it's something which i feel like I'll, i wouldn't get from everyone yeah, yeah. um and I just wouldn't get commonly. Yeah. So I just feel like that would be a unique perspective mm-hmm. where yeah. it's just like, just life. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. learning. You know those like conversations where you sit with your grandparents yeah. and you're learning about something, yeah. but that he's a granny, granddad. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. seasoned people yeah. who've lived life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, you've seen it, done it. Seen it, done it. Definitely. And you can't put a price on those conversations in Definitely. my opinion. That's- uh not even 30k interestingly something that as you said that 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 triggered a thought in my mind actually because when when you said that he's done like such a diverse range of roles Mm. the fact that he's a black guy Mm -hmm. young and he hasn't been he hasn't been um typecast is very interesting because a lot of black actors struggle with only like always being the funny black guy or the you know that what the solemn black guy yeah yeah that one that one role yeah so i think it you know it would be interesting to see his perspective is that does he think that's because he was just so excellent people had no choice but right. to like let him shine in different roles yeah or is there uh you know there's probably a layer of intelligence and like emotional intelligence and like even just being a social some sort of social thing that he's had to then do true. in order to win people like directors trust that's and really true. like mm-hmm. show that he's you know he's a shit you know that's true. and that would be mm-hmm. interesting to hear as well that's a big ass point because mm-hmm. acting is half the battle mm-hmm. getting the role yeah. is, a, is the bigger hurdle yeah. it's the biggest hurdle yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a really good point actually yeah. and that i would love to know Mm. I would love to know. Yo, I could sit with this guy for a day, you know. 
I just knew yeah. some cactus. You know what? I may, I may just have changed my mind. <laughs> my mind. You're I retracting really your thirty k. There is, because you know what it is. I think I am retracting it because I think of everything we've just mentioned. Yeah. Like there are actually a lot of things to pull away yeah. that you can directly apply, regardless of whether you want to do acting or even anything creative. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, even in even in your nine to five job, you can get card, uh, typecast. Yeah. Of course, you can get typecast. You're always gonna be that one, the, you know, the sassy one. Yeah. Yeah. or the funny one yeah. or the whatever learning how to actually like not just read a room but read a building yeah. and convince people and win people's trust yeah. like i think that is a massive it's massive, a big thing big big thing yeah. that you can just use in any um any element of life yeah. so yeah man i might have to give them <laughs> you opt in for that 30 minutes i hear that do you guys have a favorite denzel washington movie do you, have you guys seen a lot of Denzel Washington? I don't think I've seen a lot. I, okay. I, don't, I don't think I've seen enough. Yeah, me neither. Everything I, you're right. Everything I've seen him in, Stella. Stella like, fam. Different, just different levels. Did you guys watch Fences with Viola yeah. Davis? No, yeah. Huh. No. Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. Just, just different league. Different league! Different oh, league. Because when Viola gets... Viola Davis can do... It's, it's funny because... When she laughs and when she like she can she does a very hearty one or whatever mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. when she cries mm-hmm. it's that sort of cry that Struggle. you can almost re- I don't yeah. I don't know what it is yeah but it's yeah. a silent cry mm-hmm. that I yeah. feel like a lot of people can relate to mm-hmm. yeah I don't even know how to describe it mm. because she doesn't she doesn't bring any and he's the same. Yeah. When actors don't bring, they don't, they're not bringing tears yeah. to the screen. Yeah. They're bringing, bringing pain. Yes. To the when someone deep. brings pain <laughs> to the screen, you guys, you're in pain. <laughs> Why are you laughing? She says we're being extra. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not being extra. It's true. It's true. Listen, it's, it's, true. Emotion, but it's not. It's but true. True. I spent my whole childhood in musical theatre, honey. Yeah. So, so, you know what? I feel like the conversation just went like, you, you two were like really into it. You're like, it's pain. Yeah. I'm just there, like, oh, okay. have you seen, have you seen <laughs> Davis? I have seen. Isn't she in How to Get Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her. I mean, bro, when she rips off that wig and like, no, because, no, I hear you. I hear and like, you. you can just, you can just see. I think for me, why it just resonates with me a lot. It's like she has. You can see when she has to take different faces. Yeah. To work. Yeah. To husband. Yeah. To this. Yeah. Like hiding pain, and like you can see the art. Uh, like, yeah. who's the Cecile? Is it Cecile? Her mom. Um, she's so, a yeah. big ass. This like. She's, she's an also, actress. No, she, she's a mad actress. Right, yeah, yeah. She's she's like madly respected. I can't mm-hmm. remember what her name is, but she's like eighty five, mm-hmm. bruv. Mm-hmm. And sis is still showing us different dimensions of pain and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, sorry, just we're digging a lot into just black excellence. Mm-hmm. But taking a step back, for me, Denzel really does bring variety, emotion, yeah. joy. Even when it's like you can see the movie's not scripted that well, yeah, my man yeah. will still bring his still bring He's his begging. best self. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you can get on a Denzel movie and not bring your A game, bro. Yeah, like it's just not gonna. I couldn't. I don't know how to act, but I learned how to act. <laughs> yeah, um, 
so yeah no okay yeah so we're all in consensus for this one yeah we're I all think spending 30, 30 minutes, minutes with with uncle d yeah yeah with uh papa d as long as he sticks to the script <laughs> this is it for me as well i mean but if the thing he is he's, it... you can't tame him either though is what we will mm. we will know about denzel yeah. how you it's, it's just uh... all right guys so final final curtain um mm-hmm. businesses that small businesses that we are um shouting out, shout out, shout out, shout out. um okay so i'm gonna on the note of like cleaners because mm-hmm. ugo you kind of mentioned like last week that key workers a lot of people focus on nurses and obviously rightly so mm-hmm. um doctors etc people who are really um on the front line in terms of being exposed to coronavirus but yeah you also mentioned like cleaners yeah um and bin workers and that's not the right name but you know what i mean mm-hmm. like just those sorts of people and i guess i wanted to kind of call out two um small businesses mm-hmm. uh so one is called glean mm-hmm. and one is called urban mm-hmm. although i don't know how small urban is yeah but so urban you get mobile um what do you call it? Like people who do nails, people who do massages mm-hmm. and they're mobile workers and they're basically sort of not quite freelancers, but they're mm-hmm. not quite fully employed. Mm-hmm. And in this time where people are socially distancing, mm-hmm. those are people who are going to be, you know, struggling to yeah. make money, struggling to make ends meet. Yeah. And they've recently introduced sort of virtual sessions. Yeah. So virtual PT sessions, oh, cool. um, virtual um yoga mm-hmm. wind down uh, etc so i think in if you're someone who uses urban mm. maybe instead of you know getting someone to come do your nails mm. you can get them you can do a yoga session mm-hmm. virtually mm-hmm. and those people mm. can still make money yeah um the other thing is gleam is cleaners mm-hmm. so these cleaners are actually pretty affordable i think it's like 12 pounds an hour um if you're someone maybe you have kids maybe you're not home a lot and you use that service a lot obviously those people will also be struggling now i don't know what i can say for them because mm. i don't know if there's some sort of like distance service they use or mm. but i know a lot of those cleaners are still going around yeah risking their lives still working um so maybe even if it's like you don't greet them at the door when mm. they come in or you find a way to just make it so that even though those people are exposing themselves, mm. you they're not just taking that extra level of care mm-hmm. to be like, I'm I'm if you're someone who doesn't have to leave your house to work, yeah, you're privileged, but there are people who still have to leave and work and how can we make it a safer environment for yeah, them? Yeah. Those are my two shout outs. Um <clears throat> for me I don't really have one. Um but what I will say though is if we all have friends that are doing their bits in inside hustles. Um, and I think that as a business shout out, I feel like, you know, I feel like this is an opportunity for you to also just encourage and also um, support the, your friends that are doing all these things on the side. Um, so for me, I have a friend that has started a business and she's creating this body cream which is absolutely amazing um i received it the other day and i honestly thought it was sheer butter but it was whipped Mm. so it was it feels Mm. amazing on your skin and i'm literally just gassing it because i is it's that good right but 
it got me thinking about all of these things like and as you were saying tan like with small businesses and, and all that kind of stuff and it just got me thinking like i i have other friends too that have products or things that they're doing that yeah. i can definitely be promoting a lot more yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. and just supporting them and i think that now is a great time whilst your friend is you know using this time to work on their brands or work in their products and all this kind of stuff it's the time for you to also be interactive and and supporting them yeah. so you guys know who you need to support um or you guys know i feel like at this moment right now you probably know someone and that you've got on your mind right now that you feel like you could do a little bit more when it comes to supporting them. Yeah. And I think that's your focus for the week in supporting them and making sure that you're hyping them and encouraging them. Love it. So, yeah. Oh, go, go. Love that. Um, this is a random one, actually. I just, because I saw, I've been seeing ads for it pop up everywhere and I actually have not bought it yet, but I think I'm probably buy it by the end of next week. It's the wig fix. I've been seeing that everywhere as well. I just don't get it. it Can I just ask? I just, maybe I'm being completely stupid, yeah? But if my wig has like a band around it and it's completely secure, what am I using a wig fix for? Hmm. So the thing is, sometimes, right, depending on the mm-hmm. kind of wig you have, because there are obviously some wigs that have, like, combs mm-hmm. all over the perimeter, have a band, have this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. There are other wigs that don't have combs, because sometimes with combs, they can kind of, like, damage. Yeah, like, I don't have if, combs if it's, like, on any of mine, but I have a band. Okay. Sorry, I'm just yeah. adding... Okay. adding... Right. yeah no no i mean and then also obviously there's different types of like closure closure slash frontal yeah. lengths yeah. as well so like if you if you're wearing something that's closer to like a 13 by 4 than your like 6 by yeah. 6 closure then it's just a lot of material that can be rubbing around on your hair and i don't know about you guys but even even when i've had a secure wig right sometimes even the abrasion between like the lace and the very front of my hair i have a very low hairline um even that abrasion can be like quite damaging for my Mm -hmm. edges like it just gets weaker um and then oftentimes to avoid that i might glue like a little bit of it down but then also glue comes with issues so i think the the wig fix is kind of like you know it is it is primarily let's let's be real it is primarily for um, when your wig just like actually mm-hmm. slips even if it's the, there's okay. a band and stuff but I think there's also an element of just mm-hmm. protecting that area which is so susceptible to damage mm-hmm. from glue from the lace rubbing yeah. from anything um, yeah you know? interesting I didn't think about that protective yeah. part actually and that is a good point I think yeah. when you wear wigs a lot mm-hmm. your edges actually suffer mm-hmm. um, they suffer and I guess for me what I thought with that was you'd wear like a wig cap but maybe that doesn't have as much of a protective element as this wig fix. Um, yeah. But thing. maybe it's, I feel like sometimes with the wig cap, it hasn't got that grip as much sometimes. Mm, mm, so maybe mm. that wig, I don't know, the wig fix. Does keeps, both. Yeah. It's it like the grip and yeah. the protection. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Ah, yeah. no, I, I mean, I guess for me, it's like I immediately just skip, skipped it. Mm-hmm. Because I guess for me, I'd never had the like wig not secure thing. Yeah. Um. But what I definitely have suffered from is that friction. Yeah. Um. And so maybe that from the protection aspect for me anyway, that is definitely something I'd look 
look into but i love that people are innovating in this space Mm -hmm. i love that people are even considering problems Mm -hmm. because sometimes it's like when you you don't realize something was an issue until you get it yeah yeah until you now have it then you're like how on earth did i live with this but also i feel like what it's doing as well it's limiting people buying you wigs as Mm. well you know what i mean like Mm. sometimes i think you might be thinking oh it's just my wig it's just not it's just yeah. not right right yeah. and it maybe in, you just don't know much about wigs yeah. right yeah. and you just need to just maybe tighten your band or whatever the case may be but in some cases someone might just be thinking okay let me buy a new wig then yeah but in this case someone will just buy with this wig yeah, yeah yeah so i'll let you know when i order it i'll, I'll do my review please, please it. do please do a visual review on the base on beauty um Mm, love mm, it. Mm, that, <laughs> we love it. Plug. But it's it's good though because it's not coming from you. Do you know what I mean? So it's authentic. It's authentic. Do you know. So let's end mm. it on that positive note. Um, are you She's guys hangry? I'm I think hungry. that you're hungry. That's you're about to go on a hungry rant. And you know what, guys? I really want chicken and chips. Oh, oh I want too. chicken and chips. Wait, so bad. Like what kind of chicken and chips? <laughs> Is it like the Swindon kind of chicken and chips? What's or chicken and chips? As in like, you know, those thick fish and chips chips, right? I never really or used London. Away in Swindon, Did you know? Oh. But it's like, only when I now just to London I had money in my bank account. <laughs> you were like, let me get chips. And sorry, not chips. a lot of money, still broke. Oh. Like just a little little that amount that I can splash. Yeah. Let's order chicken and chips, team. Be complicit in my Anywho <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys i hope you have a good weekend um and a good week ahead and now that i feel like now we're getting back into our remote little recording rhythm Mm -hmm. um i'm looking forward to our releases oh my god this pasta on uber eats okay you know what see you guys all right on that note (laughs)